everybody. This is the fourth episode of the Healthy Bites podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. This podcast is brought to you by Health Hope Vitality, providing personal training and nutrition guidance online from the comfort of your own home. Visit healthhopevitality.com to get started with your free consultation. And don't forget, for the most researched nutritional products on the planet, visit breeden.juiceplus.com. Okay, guys. So... I wanted to make an episode about my health journey and my health story and really why I want to do this podcast to begin with and why it matters to me. So my health journey really begins around the time I was about 12, around around the age that I started puberty, honestly. So I had started having some some really bad back pain, but it only occurred when I was trying to get to bed at night, trying to get to sleep. And it felt like this burning sensation in my back. And I was young. I didn't know what this was or anything like that. I was tired and so tired all the time. And so it was kind of unclear Am I tired because I'm not sleeping well because I'm in pain or am I tired because of something else? So keep in mind that this was, let's see, it was a little over 20 years ago (laughs) uh, when all this started happening. And so back then, um, early disease in kids and youth was not very common. So My mom basically just, you know, would take me to our regular family doctor and they would run their normal tests and test for anemia and diabetes and things like that. And, and I can remember having that, that anxiety or that fear even early on about what is this? What's causing this? What's wrong with me? Of course, all of those Uh, blood work results, Um, they always came back normal. I was told very early, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head, whatever the case may be. So really that continued on until I was 19, 18, 19. So I was still on my parents' insurance. I was a full-time college student and I was still having issues. And not only the back pain when I was laying down trying to get to sleep, but now I was having some chest pain when I would breathe in deeply and I was still exhausted all the time and it just didn't seem to be getting, it definitely wasn't getting any better. And so finally, around 18 or 19, now keep in mind, I've been dealing with this for uh, like eight years at that point. Finally, our family doctor recommends I see some specialists. And so the first specialist, really the um, the only specialist that my family doctor recommended was a pulmonologist. So I go see a pulmonologist and the pulmonologist wants to run his own battery of tests. And so he sends me to get a an echo on my heart since I'm having some chest pain. And of course, that was within normal limits. And then he does asthma tests because I was diagnosed with asthma when I was nine years old. And he, you know, does chest x-rays and whatnot. And guess what? Everything's quote unquote fine. I'm completely normal according to blood work and 
x-rays and MRIs and everything. I'm normal and they can find no reason for the pain that I'm experiencing. So thank God that the pulmonologist that I was seeing for these tests, he was very honest with me and he told me, I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going on. I really cannot give you a diagnosis, but I think you should go see a rheumatologist. And so he just gave me a name of a rheumatologist and I went and saw her. And so she was rheumatologist number one that I saw um, out in Dallas. And she was this Italian doctor with a very thick accent. And so she was kind of difficult to understand. But I can remember vividly that she did her own tests and x-rays and whatnot. And she came back into the room and she said, you have fibromyalgia, however an Italian sounds, okay? And so she diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. I'm 19. And I didn't know what that was. <laughs> I had no idea what that was, but at least I had a name to the symptoms that I was experiencing, right? So her remedy for this, um, she prescribed pain medication. She told me that there wasn't any other medication for this. And so she gave me 800 milligram ibuprofen horse pills to take three times a day. And while that was okay, it didn't take very long for me to get sick and tired of taking those huge pills. So fast forward a couple years, um, I'm not doing any better for sure. I am not on any medication to halt this uh, disease that I supposedly have. And I go see rheumatologist number two uh, right after I get married. Thankfully, I'm still on my parents' insurance at this point in time because I'm still a full-time college student. I'm I just started graduate school at this point. I'm newly married. I had just turned 22. So still very young, still lots of pain, still lots of fatigue, but now I have even more unanswered questions about my health and where it's going. So I see rheumatologist number two. He is the most thorough rheumatologist that I have ever seen to date. So he does x-rays from head to toe, and I'm not exaggerating at all. And then, of course, he also does a thorough physical examination on top of that. And so he looks at my joints and he looks at my spine and... Um, all that stuff. So I, first of all, this rheumatologist was very kind of out there. Okay. So I had to show up at his office at five o'clock in the morning and I got out at 10 a.m. <laughs> so it took several hours, but he was able to show me the blood work. He was able to show me the x-rays. He was able to basically give me his synopsis on what he thought I was dealing with. And so he was the rheumatologist that told me, you don't have fibromyalgia, you have rheumatoid arthritis, ankylosing spondylitis, Sjogren's disease, and psoriatic arthritis, and I don't know what to do with all that. <laughs> so I'm 22, and he's throwing all these things at me, and he at least prescribes me with a DMARD, which stands for a disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drug. And so he prescribes me with Plaquenil twice a day, which is probably one of the 
most common starter DMARDs out there. So he starts me on that, and then he does uh, just advise me to continue with the horse pill ibuprofens to help manage the pain. And I wasn't quite aware at the time, but every time I would take the Plaquenil, I would get sick. Well, you have to take it with food or it will make you sick. And it still makes me sick to this day. If I don't have something substantial on my stomach and I take my Plaquenil, um, it just makes me sick. So I don't take the Plaquenil for very, very long. And in fact, I don't even get a refill on my prescription because we lose our insurance because <laughs> I'm married now. I'm in graduate school, but my dad can't carry me forever. And so I we no longer have medical insurance and therefore I stop seeing doctors, period. So fast forward to 2011. I am, let's see, I am 25 now. So this is a couple years later. And guess what? My problems are not any better. They're only getting worse. The pain is really bad by now. And I know this isn't normal. I know something's not right. So I go back and I see rheumatologist number three, and she's actually the one that I still see to this day. And she basically just takes my report and she looks at the reports from other rheumatologists and she's like, well, okay, I mean, I I can continue to to treat you with the, you know, previous course that you were on. And so she does that. And anyways, I'm not satisfied by this at all. Of course, she does blood work at that time and it's within normal limits. <laughs> so there's no documentable or like clearly identifiable reason for why I'm experiencing all these symptoms. Fast forward a couple more years. And at this point, we are in the throes of foster care being foster parents. And in our first year as foster parents, we had five foster kiddos go through our home. And the last one in particular was very, very stressful. And my health was just deteriorating day by day. And we had to put in our notice on that child. Um, I mean, it it all worked out. Thankfully, she actually ended up getting adopted with her two sisters as well. So it was all in God's timing. But um, my health was deteriorating and I was only getting worse and worse. So at this point in time, the symptoms I experience on a daily basis are horrible pain, uh, if you're familiar with the with the hospital scale of pain, you know, zero to 10, I experienced a daily pain level of at least six to seven. That's just how my life went. Um, I was waking up with morning stiffness. It was hard to get going. I wasn't sleeping well. I was exhausted all day long and nothing was helping with my exhaustion. Things were not going well. So I go back and I see rheumatologist number three, and she does repeat blood work since I'm having all these new symptoms. And she finds an unequivocal result for the lupus marker, basically. And so basically, thankfully, thankfully, she looks at my symptomatology, she looks at my blood work, and she said, you know, even though you don't have a clear-cut diagnosis 
of lupus on your blood work, I'm going to go ahead and start you on Plaquenil again, and let's get you on a daily pain regimen um, medication to to help you through this. And so thankfully, it did help me. It really did. I started to feel a little more human, a little more like myself. I was able to get around a little bit better. Um, But it was still very difficult going into her office in my 20s, surrounded by people that were, you know, in some cases, 40, 50 years older than me. And I was in the same boat as they were. And it almost came to be, it wasn't quite like a, a joke necessarily, but I understood and was able to get along very well with the older community in my church because I was having the same amount of trouble getting around as they were. And I was still very, very tired. Um, but at least it seemed that my disease was not getting worse. So there were some things that were better but at least it wasn't getting worse. Right. And so I just kind of dealt with that track for a couple years. Fast forward to 2016. By this time I have, I've had both of my biological kids. So my youngest uh, kiddo was born in December, 2015. And so in 2016, I joined a gym (laughs) for the first time ever. I guess I was maybe 29, 28 or 29 at that point in time. I joined a gym for the first time ever. And I told the trainer that I initially signed on with that I was not going to work with her unless she did research on my condition. And thankfully for her and me both, she did. And to my surprise, she told me, you can exercise. You can do this. You just have to go super, super slow. And so I took her advice and I listened to my body and I worked at my body's pace and I did go super, super slow. And so when I first started working out, um, I did combine some light cardio with some very light weights. And so I started out with three pound weights and I felt silly using weights that small when I'm in my 20s. I should be in the prime of my life, but I did it anyways. And I was really slow. I only worked out three days a week to start and there were some days where I needed to take an extra nap. I needed to maybe skip the gym for a day and only go twice that week or whatever, because I had to listen to my body and I had to give my body time to recover. And in some cases, it took my body a long time to recover. So all the while, I'm still dealing with the typical lupus symptoms of, you know, dry eyes, dry mouth, some joint pain. Of course, the the pain really hasn't gone away at this point. So, well, I guess it went away and then it had started to creep back after I had my daughter. So my rheumatologist increases the pain medication, just tells me to take it um, twice a day and she increases the dose and it's just not working. I'm in so much pain. I'm still pushing myself to go to the gym because I want it so bad. I wanted to feel good in my skin. I wanted clothes to fit better. I wanted to have more self-confidence, and so I just kept pushing. I just kept pushing. And thankfully, around this time, as I'm dealing with chronic exhaustion, three cups of coffee a day, and an energy drink in the afternoon right before the gym, 
still feeling exhausted, still not sleeping well. Um, even, I mean, even getting a nap a day wasn't going to help me at that point. Thankfully, at this point in time, I had, you know, posted several times about my struggles with lupus. And one of my friends from graduate school reached out to me and she said, hey, have you ever thought about maybe taking your eating juice plus to see if it helps you? And I had no idea what she was talking about. I thought it was a scam, just another one of those things. And so she had to, she had to drip on me for a while before I was willing to give it a look. And honestly, there's two things that kind of um, basically changed my mind about it. One of them was I was able to get my son on their health study. And so all I cared about was that I ordered and he was going to get product for free for up to four years. So I'm like, okay, great. I love a good deal. (laughs) That's great. But second, and really the most important part was that there was actually research behind this stuff. And being a speech pathologist by trade, by education, I'm legally bound, ethically bound. You only provide things, uh, treatment or recommendations that are backed by research. And so research is super important to me as an allied health professional. And so I'm looking at these research studies and they're, they're legit. Like they're gold standard research studies, double blind, placebo controlled, in, you know, reputable institutions around the world. So I'm like, you know, I can spend 50 bucks a month on anything. I can go to Target (laughs) right now and probably spend $100 and really not even blink about it. I might as well spend $50 on something that could possibly help me, could maybe, just maybe make me feel a little bit better. So I was still a skeptic, of course, and I just started with a bare minimum, right? So I just started with fruits and veggies. I'm like, okay, let's see what this mumbo jumbo is about nutrition and disease, whatever. I take it for a couple months, and to my surprise, not only do I have more energy and I don't feel like I need three cups of coffee a day, but I'm not in pain anymore, and... It's hard for me not to get choked up about it now because when you've spent so many years in constant daily pain and then you find something that takes that away, the life that it gave back to me is completely indescribable. So I was a believer at that point. Now, I still knew very, very little about nutrition and nutrition and that its ties to disease, but I knew that these fruit and veggie capsules were making a difference. Not only that, but they were making a difference in my son's health too, because he had suffered from chronic ear infections since he was an infant. When he was born, I knew absolutely nothing about antibiotics and how they destroy the gut microbiome. And so he had been on pretty much the antibiotic of the month club. Both of us had. (laughs) Um, We were sick all the time, but we weren't getting sick anymore. And that summer, we were still foster parents and had another stressful placement. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and add in the berry capsules just to see. And I haven't needed daily pain medication ever since. And ever since then, 
I've learned more and more through the years. So this was back in 2016. I've learned more and more over the years about how powerful food is, how powerful nutrition is, good nutrition, and what difference it can really make for the body. And honestly, it just continues to fascinate me. The more I learn, the more I realize I don't know. And I think that's the wonderful power of whole food nutrition and eating a mostly plant-based diet. Um, You know, I try to ascribe to 80-20, so 80% plants and then 20% not. But thankfully with Juice Plus, it just helps me bridge the gap, you know, because I'm not perfect. Um, I'm definitely not vegan. I tried that before. I'm just not really good at it. Um, But I don't eat a lot of meat either. And I'm allergic to dairy. So there's that. So anyways, Juice Plus has just been a really good catalyst to teaching me so much more about nutrition. And I know you've heard me, you know, talk about Juice Plus and my website and things like that. Now, that's not what this podcast is about. You already know that. (laughs) This podcast is just about bringing you research-based facts on different things, different foods, different Um, supplements even that can really just help us live healthier lives. But I can tell you without, honestly, without bias, just because it does have research behind it. Juice Plus is the best thing that you could put in your body. As long as you're not allergic to any of the ingredients, which is super rare for something like that to occur. There's hardly anything, any disease, any ailment that fruits and veggies won't benefit. And that's just a fact. That's kind of just a background of my health story. So where am I at now? You may wonder. I still don't need daily pain medication. Um, I have more energy than I used to. I don't have morning stiffness anymore. I don't get sick. Uh, We haven't had a sick visit to the doctor in five years. And I say that even for my son. And for my youngest daughter, it has completely changed our health picture since we started Juice Plus. And not only that, but we want to eat a wider variety because, you know, the science shows that the more you eat a particular food, the more of that particular food your body wants to eat. And so actually for my lupus, I do take a double dose of Juice Plus every day. And I really do think that is what has helped push my lupus into remission, (laughs) And so on my blood work today, my liver enzymes are normal. I don't have any markers for lupus or Sjogren's or rheumatoid arthritis or anything. I mean, my blood work is just normal, but it's normal in a good way because I'm not experiencing any negative symptoms anymore. I hope that if you're listening to this, if you made it this far, I hope that it brings some hope to you because... Where I was at 28, feeling sick all the time, feeling like a 20-something-year-old woman in a 60-something-year-old body, but I found hope through food, through the right food, and I'm so grateful for the people that have influenced me along the way to help make that change because I can't, I can't imagine where I'd be without that help, without that hope 
and without the healing that I've experienced through food. So I hope that helps. And I am, of course, available for any questions. I do, of course, want to give the disclaimer as well. Juice Plus has helped put my lupus into remission, but they don't make any claims to heal any particular disease. But just remember, fruits and veggies and berries, they can help anybody because it's the power of those plants and the synergistic effect of all of those plants, 30 different plants, that can make a difference in your cells, in your body, in your blood, in so many different areas. So I highly encourage you to look at the research. They have links to all of the research articles on my website, breeden.juiceplus.com. And the website is also listed in the description as well. But feel free to reach out with any questions that you have. Um, I am definitely here to support you if you are also struggling with autoimmune disease. Support is one of the things that really got me through when I was really struggling. So I am here for you and I hope you have a great rest of your day.